When you partner with Axon, you immediately gain access to a full range of products and solutions designed to meet the complex needs of today's grower. We carry all major brands and sizes of tires and wheels. We specialize in large diameter wheels for large equipment. We have one of the largest OEM replacement wheel inventories in North America. Known for extreme flotation setups, duals, and triples, we have wheels for all makes and models of tractors, sprayers, combines, and grain carts. If we don't have the wheel in stock, we'll custom build, sandblast, and paint in-house. There isn't a more vast inventory in North America dedicated to helping dealers move more iron. With facilities on the West Coast and in the heart of the Midwest, leverage our 230,000 square feet of indoor inventory to solve any problem a grower may have. Move more iron with Axon. Hello and welcome to Moving Iron Podcast. This edition of the Moving Iron Podcast is brought to you by these great sponsors. Axon started out of a passion for keeping agriculture moving. Imagine having 100 years of tire and wheel knowledge in your back pocket the next time you sell a piece of ag equipment. To find more or become an Axon dealer, please visit axontire.com. Valley Transportation has been hauling ag and construction equipment across the country for the past 33 years. Call Parker at 800-657-4910 for all your trucking needs. At Valley Transportation, our goal is to help you reach yours. No matter how you buy your ag equipment, whether it's from a dealer, an auction, or a private party, Ag Direct can help you finance it. You can even apply online to agdirect.com. Learn more about your financing options at agdirect.com. TractorZoom has access to over $20 billion in heavy equipment sales data. TractorZoom's Iron Comps is the industry's trusted solution for transparent equipment values and auctionable pricing insights. This podcast is brought to you by Anvil AppWorks. The Dealer Connect CRMI app with integrated inventory management is an affordable Salesforce-based solution for your dealership. Create connected customer experience and transform how you work. Moving iron in the 21st century. Hardworking people working hard for you and me. Moving iron time and time again. Through the years you'll find us here. Hello, man. Welcome to Moving Iron Podcast number 325. This edition of the Moving Iron Podcast is brought to you by TractorZoom. TractorZoom is uh, nice enough to deliver me some pretty nice stats here. So we're going to kind of go over a video that they have here. We're going to talk about the combine market we see happening there and just some kind of some year-over-year trend lines that we see developing as well as some other <laughs> American lamb. That's funny. As well as some other... Um, other things we see developing in that marketplace too. So the, I think the reason why we want to start with the combine marketplace and move into some other things down the line is that volatility. Volatility. Mark, the combine market is the most volatile thing on the planet. I mean, it is. Come it, to me, darling. It starts, it, you know, it's, it does really well and you start seeing it kind of smooths out for a minute, but it's like it, it really mirrors what we see happen in some other marketplaces where you see these huge ups, these huge downs. And everything in between, and you start to see things compress. And as those things compress, combine market is the first market to collapse and the last market to get back its feet. And uh, and it's been that way since I've been. But it did have a hell of a nice twenty day run in twenty two. It did. It did very did that very well. That was a beautiful month and a half. Very much so. So I got Andy Campbell here. It's a video that he recorded. He sent it to me, and Aaron and I are going to just kind of commentate on the data that he puts out there. 
and we'll uh, we'll go from there. So get this. Uh, let me see. Let me share this real quick so we can see it. Everything. Times again. I like to compare the year over year. So we've got uh, for all combines here that are at auction eighty four, previous December seventy nine. Uh, so a little bit stronger. Dealers one twenty, almost a quarter of a million, and then even a little bit lower here with the dealerships. So this kind of reinforces the story that we've heard from a lot that the returning supply has softened this market, a more aggressive price decline, and you've been seeing this for months. Uh, when you look at this for hours, though, those low hours, less than 500. So let's talk about that a little bit, softening of the overall marketplace. Yep. I, I, I would agree with that. I think as you, oh, absolutely. As you look at what we've seen now, we're seeing more comments at the market we've seen in the past. I think that if you take a hard look at, at some of the overarching um values that you're starting to see i don't want to say that that listing values have slipped at all i don't think that's i don't think we're seeing that at all but i think we're starting to see the number of machines out there where this you know the bad part about this marketplace is if you can't sell it in the first 48 hours if you have it <laughs> it's aged it's, it, you must have something wrong with it sorry you had that for a week yeah here uh, here's here's my take on it okay being living breathing this shit every day right he had a big dip in the trend line, October mm -hmm. 22, dealer price. Right. Late availability. True. That's when everything showed up. That's our old custom cutter sure. March glut. Right. Right. We're that far behind. Yep. Now, yep. we're that far behind on combines. There you go. See that chart right there? Your April, before April dip. Harvester machines. Sure. They're all showing up. Oh, man. Get rid of them. Get rid of them. Get rid of them. That was a year and a half ago, almost two years ago. Right. Wow. That's crazy. Yep. Back then, we were in the still, it's a combine. I don't want to see it. Get rid of it. Get rid of it. We follow that trend lined up, and even our October 22 dip on that screen is what to quarter million dollars up sure quarter million dollars up simply by market availability right thousand percent that's what all right see we got here not a lot out there for auctions to get this variability in here but last december auction those were 334 345 here so still a little bit stronger but again you got variability just not a lot of them out there Dealer, though, those are still strong at five uh, versus 412. So a huge uh, relative price increase there. But as you increase on in these. So I think that's a good point he brings up there. When you're looking at the overall dealer marketplace and what that looks like, one it's is. A it's a pipe dream. It, I, thousand percent, I agree with you. I mean, there's a lot of stuff out there. I'll, I'll be, I've watched a lot of combines come through there that are. I, I, I like what you're thinking and good luck to you. Exactly. I've seen a lot of $550,000 to $590,000, oh. not X9 combines. Right. You know, 780 combines. Right. You know what I mean? So I, I start, Not even 790s. Right. And you start looking at that marketplace, to me, I mean, that's a, that's a stretch. Well, I'll tell you this much. One of our locations that does a, a big multi-unit combine deal every year, he gets a hold of it, he calls me the other day, and he says, hey, I got like five of these I need to move. And I said, that's great. Is the first number a three or a four? 
well, it's a five. I said, call somebody else. And he's like, well, what the hell? I'm like, there is not a world where that five exists wholesale. Dealer to dealer, but not wholesale. Yeah. And dealer to dealer only if it's a white horse with a swirled horn on its forehead. So I think I think the idea of, of the five hundred thousand dollar comment. I'm not saying that that is a, a crazy dream at all. That's not. I am. True. I am. I'm, I'm saying it. I'm saying I disagree. With you. I also said that I'll never sell a three. combine at three. Right. So I think as you're looking at at what's happening in the combine marketplace, one is there's so much sticker shock. Oh. And everything. Right, it's not just the price of equipment, but it's the interest rate that goes along with that price of equipment. Right, it's it's more of that than the price of the equipment. There is so much just overwhelming sticker shock as you see these things pop up that it's going to it's going to kind of redefine. It's going to stagnate the, the market. It's going to slow it down. It's going to it's going to slow it down. Sure, it's going to slow. You're down. you're not at the Yale Row team in water. Right, you're maybe in honey or maple syrup. Well, uh, but I think I think it's just n- no one's used to this yet. Right, dealers aren't used to this yet, and, and if the dealers aren't used to it, serious hell, the customer buying base isn't used to this yet. Well, yeah, because he goes in and talks to his guy, and he's like, "Yeah, it's five fifty six. Holy shit! Yeah, and it all falls apart. He walked in there to buy that. He's ready to buy it. Yeah. His trade isn't a hundred trade; it's hundred eighty trade, right? Because we're gonna right. follow the trend line, right? Right. And there you go. And the other thing too, from a sticker shock, the other big sticker shock perspective that we're seeing with these customer base too is that the trade difference that they're paying to buy up that used one, they probably bought that combine that they have now. They may have bought it new. Oh, and, and the, cheaper than that. And the trade difference is more than what they paid for that machine. Right? Hell yeah. I mean, it, so there's just so much like in their face type stuff you've seen happen that yes, it is going, there's going to be, especially when it comes to combines, because goddamn combines, I'm just telling you, they're just, it's just, I they know. are an odd <laughs> just thing. You know what I mean? They are the absolute bastard child of the universe. Metallica wrote that song, Harvester of Sorrow. About combat. <laughs> <laughs> uh, hours and again, this is machine hours, not sell. It's not really until you get you know there you got parity again. That gray one on the bottom is auction market, fifteen hundred, close to parity, two thousand, a little bit stronger. So you can kind of see there once you start to get up there in hours, it could go either way on. Uh, on how that combine market is doing now. It was interesting there to see, and I think that was March 21. Yeah. The dealer price was like 20 grand under auction. And bam. Yeah. Oh, hell let's fix this. But you watched when you watch the dealer price all the way through, we'll back this up a little bit just so we can kind of recapture that. But I mean, watching these things work and, and play with each other here, as we've seen, it's it, it's a month long correction yeah. over the auction. See if we can find it here again. Auction did this, so we're yeah. doing that, right? 
should be right here. Next one. The thousand hour. There was one in here where one of the one of the charts he had, I can't remember which one it was, where everything the parody was was very, very, very good. Yeah, like I mean it showed cross. It showed to to a letter here, we'll just watch it just hit play and go. A hundred, not a lot out there for auctions so you get this variability in here. But last December auction, I think those that's were three thirty four. Mm -hmm. 345 here. So still a little bit stronger, but again, you got variability. Just not a lot of them out there. So it's still coming up no, here. Yeah. It's still strong. If you look at July 22, it touches. Yeah. So a huge uh, relative price increase there. So but that shows you in 22 where that was at because this is this is dealership retail advertised data and this is auction value. Auction value and retail data are just like the same a few, number. A few nickels under each other. Right. 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 Here's a handful of change. We'll call it even. How's that sound? You know what I mean? Right. We're asking this. Yeah. Well, that's what we brought at auction. I'll take it. So like, I got, oh, shit. here's our trade difference. I got 55 cents. We'll call it good. How's that sound? Right. You know, and I'll buy your lunch and get you a coat. We yeah. good? Sounds like Increasing a plan. these uh, hours. And again, this is machine hours, not set. So this is a thousand hour machine. So if you take a look at this, this right here, look at this pair that you see here. So you see auction data kind of lagging a little bit from what you see happening on the dealership side. I know, but look at October to January. I know. My God. Right. Yeah, it's a huge dip and it's come back up. This stayed, you can see the dip too. So this kind of goes back to our earlier conversation that we had, the three levels of buying. You know, you got the retail side, the wholesale yeah. side, and the auction side. <clears throat> Here's what here's what's happening in the retail side, and look what happens on the auction side. And you know what's funny? If you look at those trend lines... January of 22, right. auction got red hot, Yep, but it fell off. Yep, Dealer, it just stayed the same. No one changed No, 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 price. no. Dealer spiked it because of the auction value. Yep. Look at like March 22 for dealer. Okay. Anytime there's a tick up in the auction number, which there's Mount Everest and Mount McKinley for shit sakes, as far as trends go the dealer doubles back and adds that into the market okay you see that that's why there's that little peak there's a peak in the dealer market when there's a dip in the auction market april 22 see it right there so but this back on this side over here this this should have not this this was this was premature based on this. The dealer. Yeah, the dealer. Yeah. 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 Right. That was and this the, was premature based on this. I bet the dealer peak of December 22 is feeding off of November the November 1st initial climb. Yeah. Well, yeah. So it kind of goes year end. Let's bang them out, boys. Yeah, but look at, look at year in here, though. So it'd have been August, September, but, October. But, but that's your correction because you have better availability on hand. Machines, yeah. 
machine availability and right now. But look at this right here. Look we sold shit for 18 months off of, hey, you can have it now. But look, look at this. October 21. Right. October 22. Slightly higher. Slightly. And it means and you, and you and you would think that's a fifty thousand dollar jump, right? It's not. It's not. They're combines. They're there. So, this is my synopsis on this right here. I mean, there's there's three markets that matter. Auction market is, in my opinion, the most important. Yep. Wholesale market is the second most important, and the third most important market of that is the retail marketplace. Yep. Right. I'd agree. And the reason I think the re my point is. That you have, you bracket the wholesale market. Yeah. All right. So you're throwing stones, you throw one too long and you hit the retail market. When you throw one too short, you hit the auction market. You throw in the third one, you know where to land at. And I say that's the wholesale marketplace. But if you can throw stones in that chart, but if you're tracking the wholesale, good market, job, Philip Rivers. If you're, if you're tracking, if you're tracking the wholesale marketplace, you're right there the whole time. Yeah. Right here at the 150 mark. The whole time. Yep. Right. Now you're gonna you're gonna go Actually, up and go down a little bit, but I mean that's literally the number on that column. You're gonna be right in that range. Okay. All right. What do we got? Not really until you get you know, there. You got parity again. That gray one on the bottom is auction market. Fifteen hundred, close to parity. Two thousand, a little bit stronger. So you can kind of see there once you start to get up there in hours, it could go either way. On uh, on how that combine market is doing now compared to last year, uh, I did get this broken up on on top. So if you're ever curious and want to know, this is the current breakdown uh, by average value. So how big a square is up here is on how these are priced compared to other ones in the market. We didn't just go with market share size because John Deere would dominate the thing. What did he say uh, so there? Average value comparison of an average combine that's out there. No hmm. offense, you know, bringing a high value. So they're a little bit larger of a square than John Deere. But then John Deere holds that second position compared with Kloss at 221, John Deere at 300. Some of the fence that are out there, not many of them, but three and three quarters. With so no steering goes wheel. On, you could even look at that in these hour ranges too. Okay. So kind of taking a look at that, Aaron, based on that report you saw on that data you see from Tractors, and what are your thoughts there? Okay, from the boots on the ground standpoint, could not be more accurate. The dips, the peaks, everything is dialed in to what the market has been. Mm -hmm. um, back to 30 series sprayers, early 8Rs, early S combines. To for, for lack of a better word, turds or turds, high-hour red stuff. Orange, blue, doesn't matter. It's all very much in that realm. Now, what it, it it's it's funny knowing our background in our combine business, harvester machines and all that, you can see different peaks early on. Now, like in the last say the last nine months. It's pretty steady. I mean, you got some dips in there. We addressed it. The late availability of sure. producer combine. Sure. What I noticed on all those charts is the harvester machines. Right. When they still hit. 
big gaps. Like, oh man, we got 20 combines in. We better prop them up. The market doesn't want to prop. It wants a dump. It wants a flattening, yeah. Yeah, it wants a dump. And, I mean, just little... that That's... I shouldn't say material, but... That's not something that even super dialed in to the used world used as your life that you probably look at without those reports, you know, sure. Like, you know, Oh yeah, they're getting a little softer. It's a little harder to move a 15, 680. Well, that's why. Right. You know, there's plenty of that here. Yeah. I think that's, that's the, that's, I, I'd agree with what you're saying. I think so as I look at that data and I see those things move across the chart, those trend lines that you see developing aren't anything that we have not anticipated seeing happen. And right. aren't anything that we didn't uh, anticipate see changing. Like kind of go back to like we talked about a little bit, you go back to October 21 and October 22, almost identical in the same, I mean, right. but totally two different marketplaces. Oh, Judas. Right. Like, uh, but what was the, what was the $100,000 different market? And the biggest difference between those two marketplaces was availability. You did not know when that, I mean, right. there are machines that were getting delivered in October that were supposed to have gotten delivered in May. You know? Well, I two podcasts ago, I yeah, said, talked about that. I sold a combine yeah. in November 21 and settled for it last week. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, you know. New one shows up, trade in, trade in, trade in. Yeah. Okay, that's my trade in. I'm the eighth in the line for the shop. Here we are. Yeah. So I think looking at what's going on in the marketplace, one is combines are setting up that pattern that we've seen in the past where they've had to run. I think that their 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 trend line is going to be down. Again, I would love to say that combines experienced that scarcity premium. It was for like a night. You know what I mean? And they really, they really enjoyed that that one night. We went and got a sandwich. What the hell happened? <laughs> so I think looking at what we see happening in the combine marketplace as I as I look at what's going on, I think we've 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 put in the high and we're and we're starting to kind of trickle down to see what that floor looks like. Um, do I think the floor is going to be a catastrophic just dump? No, I don't think it's going to be anything like we've seen in the past, but it's still going to be a dump. People are going to bleed on row crop tractors, and every dealer out there is going to scratch their head and go, "Wow, what on earth?" Well, I mean, just I mean, pay attention. Go. It's the market. Pay, pay attention. It's the marketplace. But here's the deal: whether it's combine sprayers, planters, comma, whatever, eight R's don't matter. Whatever that, whatever it is. The problem is, is that there has been a we've had a thirty six month run. Really. Yeah. Of scarcity premiums, right? Those premiums have gotten a little bit more, a little bit more, a little bit more, a little bit more to where they've got where they've crescendoed, and now it's like we're at an auctions. We're at twenty three now, so now we're like they're calling our half. Yeah, I mean, sooner or later, sooner or later, Bitcoin takes a dump. Yeah, you know what I mean. And and you think about it this way: you got a buyer out there that's like, "Well, I'll buy it for twenty two auction price," right? And you're like, "I ain't taking that." Look at 20 auction price. Right. Oh, yeah. And then revisit that, sir. Right. Because you'll be like, yes, yes. I will buy you lunch. I'll send your family to Disney World. What do you want to do? Well, I mean, if you you play the game, I mean, if you look at, if you just assume, this is assume that there's there's a a 10 to 20% premium built in, 
depending on what the product is because of scarcity. Right. Was out there. The numbers we're talking about today, we're talking between 50 and a hundred thousand bucks in a blink. You know what I mean? So I mean, I know that's but, so gross. But here's the thing about that is it's uh, a slow, it's, it's, this is the difference about this marketplace comparatively. It it's sucks. A, it's a slow erosion. Oh, right. You know what I'm saying? The downside is slow. It's very slow. And the upside was overnight. Yeah. Okay. It's going to offset. Whereas in the past, it's been the upside's been a slow, gradual climb. And then, you know, it's, you know, it's, you know the exponential climb up. Do like you this. remember in 2010 when corn was five bucks? Now it's seven. Holy shit. Yeah. Yeah. And $7 corn today is the new $5 corn. Yeah. So, but you had this exponential climb like this. But we got that, that carryout report. We're going to have like $70 corn here pretty soon. But the auction market, I mean, the, the equipment market was like this. Yeah. And then it stopped right here and they're like, <laughs> exactly. Right? Or at least like in the past, like 2006 yeah, through 2012, it was gradual and it kind of went like this. And the, the problem with that was, is that, the rocket didn't shut off. No, in 2010, like it should have, it just kept going, and it out. It went way off the ramps. Yeah, you, know? you got guys buying. They had new order, new ordered thirteens, and it's like the bottom is out. Yeah, can't so, wait till we get these back in. Yeah. That's going to be a bad discussion with that guy specifically. That's exactly right. So this difference here is that this this erosion is going to be a slow. My opinion, slow erosion. It's going to be easy to see. You're going to recognize. You will adjust to make those things happen. Now we got the charts. We got the charts. Yeah. So I think watching those trend lines develop and grow and those kind of things are all going to play in, into what we're looking at here. But all that being said, is the one thing I want to pay attention to as I'm watching this is where's retail value at? What's the retail ask price? And what's the auction value? The gap. That gap in between. If it gets, in my opinion, this is me talking. If it gets a if it, that spread gets more than twenty five percent, you've you've absolutely made. Uh, I just think you're in, you're asking for trouble there. So yep, that's my opinion. I'd agree. All right, man. Good place to stop. Aaron, folks, want to reach out to you get more information about what is going to happen. What's the best way to do that? By my name, Aaron Fentel. Facebook, uh, Twitter, LinkedIn, Snapchat. That's a big thing in the ag world. Um, email Aaron dot at moving iron llc.com or best bet ever text me 308-760-1193 up a lot of hours i don't care shoot me a text all right on um, casey seymour facebook twitter and instagram at moving iron llc linkedin at moving iron podcast checked out the video version of this at the Moving Iron Podcast YouTube channel, which is Moving Iron L or just Moving Iron Podcast YouTube channel, so check that out. Go to the to the website movingironllc.com and you get all the information about everything you want to know Moving Iron Lid. So with that, I'm Casey Seymour with Aaron Fennel. Sweet smiling folks. Special thanks to the guys at Tractor Zoom for sending this stuff over to me. So check that out. Give those guys a holler over there. And look, check out their iron comps as well. So with that, Casey Seymour with Aaron Fennel, smooth smiling folks. Out. Axon started out of a passion for keeping agriculture moving. Imagine having 100 years of tire and wheel knowledge in your back pocket the next time you sell a piece of ag equipment. To find more or become an Axon dealer, please visit axontire.com. 
Valley Transportation has been hauling ag and construction equipment across the country for the past 33 years. Call Parker at 800-657-4910 for all your trucking needs. At Valley Transportation, our goal is to help you reach yours. No matter how you buy your ag equipment, whether it's from a dealer, an auction, or a private party, AgDirect can help you finance it. You can even apply online at agdirect.com. Learn more about your financing options at agdirect.com. TractorZoom has access to over $20 billion in heavy equipment sales data. TractorZoom's Iron Comps is the industry's trusted solution for transparent equipment values and auctionable pricing insights. This podcast is brought to you by Anvil AppWorks. The Dealer Connect CRMI app with integrated inventory management is an affordable Salesforce-based solution for your dealership. Create connected customer experience and transform how you work. Moving higher in the 21st century. Hardworking people working hard for you and me. Moving higher time and time again. Through the years you'll find us here. Moving on.